Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you are new here, or welcome back if you have listened before. Hello. I didn't post last week because, um, well, to be honest, we'll get into it, but I just didn't. And now I'm here this week again with another episode. But um, this episode is just going to kind of be a little chatty check-up video because I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in maybe two or three weeks. I've kind of forgotten how to, to be honest. And also, I just want to check in, you know, do a little let's chat, talk about life, talk about what's been going on because September is always a big month and lots of things have changed. Obviously, this year, there's a lot of things that are going on in September now that we're back at school. So, that's what we're going to be doing today. That's what I'm going to be talking about. But before we get into the bulk of the episode, as always, let's do a little check in a rose, a bud, and a thorn. So, hmm, let me think. My rose this week, or just recently, I guess, my rose is. I've been really liking my schedule, actually, for school and just life in general. I feel like because I took a mix of in-person classes and also asynchronous classes, now I have like the perfect amount of flexibility to do what I want with my schedule, which I really, really love. That's why I love asynchronous classes. So I feel like, yeah, like today is a Monday and I have like freedom to do whatever I want on Mondays because I don't have school. So I don't have to go to campus and I can do whatever I need to do, run errands, stuff like that. I literally just went to vote for the federal election, so that's good. And um, yeah, I've just been really enjoying like the flexibility of my schedule. And just being in fourth year, I feel like you have a lot more autonomy over your schedule, so it's very nice. A bud that I'm looking forward to is right now it is formal recruitment for UBC sororities. If you don't know, I'm in a sorority Um, and formal recruitment is like the basically the main recruitment period for all the girls who are interested in rushing or joining a sorority for the year. And this year I'm a recruitment counselor, so I'm helping more with the potential new members and helping them find a sorority that they really like and just helping with that process in general. And I love it. I love just like seeing where they end up and seeing how they enjoy the process and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for the end of this week when formal recruitment is over because then I get to be reaffiliated with my chapter and I get to see like which new members are joining our chapter and stuff like that. And I think it'll be very exciting. My thorn. So this is a really random thorn. So I go to the gym every day and Um, I start by usually going on the treadmill to do the 12, 3.30 and on the treadmill, you can watch the news. So they have like a screen on the treadmill and you can watch the news. And I've been really enjoying doing that recently. It's weirdly, I really like watching the news, um, because I don't know, I think it's like a good way to not be on your phone. And also I just, I like keeping up with events, I guess. Um, but not critically I don't know I just feel like I need to keep up with these kinds of things that apply to me but yeah anyways keeping up with the news is a good way to do that I used to really like reading the newspaper Um, I used to do that when I used to commute to school in high school but anyways um, I've been watching the news on the treadmill as I've been saying and a lot of it has been about about politics this week because the election is today Um, and I guess my thorn is just kind of that like politics is so engulfed in every other facet of life that it's so hard to 
disentangle that from political issues and other social issues and stuff like that. So sometimes when there is an election, obviously I want to use my right to vote and exercise my right to vote and like vote for someone that I think represents my political views and my views about life um, correctly. But also I feel like there's just so much so much mm, complications with politics that really don't make it a good time. Obviously, that's why our political system sometimes is so bad. And honestly, I'm not even the best to talk about politics and stuff like that. Like, I feel like I'm just like a regular person and I'm not really interested in like super interested in politics. But as like a regular person, I feel like it's really hard for this political system and for our society to represent everyone and even today like with the voting it's so selective because obviously not everyone can get to a voting station uh, due to if they're quarantining and they have COVID like those kinds of things and also like just in general like if people don't have access to a mode of transportation to get to the polling station or they have to work like all the hours that the polling station is open like that is so um, restrictive to people who are more likely going to be lower income and these kinds of political laws and stuff like that apply to them more so I feel like even though it's a democracy here and we try our best to include everyone like it's just so hard to include everybody in in the votes so I don't know I've been thinking about that a lot this week because like even today when I went to the voting station I know I was uh looking at who was coming to vote right and I just realized obviously this is like just the time period that I went I went in the middle of the afternoon so I feel like a lot of people were working and stuff like that but everyone who went when I was there was like old and white most of the time so I feel like a lot of especially the middle generation not necessarily gen z or the millennials a lot of like for example my mom my parents and stuff like that that kind of generation doesn't have that doesn't see the need to vote but now their perspectives are not represented in our government I don't know it's just like such a big topic that needs to be like uncovered and re rebuilt but what can you do right like I'm just a regular person but um <laughs> yeah that's my rosebud and thorn for this week I don't know I feel like I've been having so many thoughts also isn't it crazy that it's the third week of school now I feel like when you watch this or listen to this it'll be the fourth week of school but that is literally crazy how school is going by so fast there's only 13 weeks in a semester and it's already week three feels like I just started school last week which is not good Anyways, this episode, I kind of wanted to just catch up about things that are in my life, how I've been thinking about school and stuff like that, just because I haven't filmed a podcast in a while. So let's talk about the podcast first, because I feel like I have mixed thoughts about it right now. More recently, I haven't been as motivated to film episodes and stuff like that. And it's not really because I don't enjoy it. I really do enjoy podcasting and more specifically, like talking about myself, I guess. But the thing is that like, I feel like I'm nothing to talk about because I don't know. I do want to talk about like specific topics and stuff like that. Like I had a list of brainstormed ideas when I first made my podcast, but 
I feel like it's really hard to do it when it's one person. And I kind of did want my podcast to only be myself because I feel like I do a lot better in talking and thinking about things when I'm by myself. But also like, obviously I'm the only one talking and it's hard to bounce ideas off of someone else or another perspective. So I've kind of been stuck, I guess, and not really knowing what to do. Like I do really like podcasting, but sometimes it just feels a little frustrating to only have yourself to talk to and talk about. So I don't know. I want to do more episodes with my boyfriend, but we just like haven't had the time or the energy and just like I've been so busy these past few weeks. So it's been a crazy time for us. Anyways, also... I don't know. I've also been thinking about switching up the podcast schedule. It might change to Thursdays at 8 a.m. Just so I can switch my videos and my podcast like videos go on Monday and then Thursdays is podcast. I might also not even do video versions of the podcast anymore. I don't know. I really am like just thinking about so many things, but I feel like I'm still going to keep the video podcast just because I like having a video version and I think a lot of people can find the podcast on YouTube. Um, but I, I think I'm going to change the days. I think podcasts are going to go on Thursdays now, so that'll be better. Hopefully, hopefully I can find time to film. I feel like I've been just putting it on the back burner. So I haven't found time to film or time to edit. Also like that has been taking up so much of my brain space. I haven't found time to edit and I usually just like do it when I can, but it's been really hard to find like a consistent time. Like for me, what I really like doing is like building a weekly template that I can just copy and paste to each week so that I have time to do everything I need, if that makes sense. So for example, on the weekends, my weekends look pretty much the same every single weekend, which is like I wake up and go and study in the morning. And then usually I'll have to teach a dance class in the mid morning. And then afterwards I'll eat lunch and then study again. But the important thing is that like I keep the same time blocks for each weekend. And I basically just copy and paste my events to the next week. And I want to be able to do that, but like more often than not, by the time I get home and I want to edit or like I need to edit, it's like I'm just so exhausted that I don't have the energy to do these things. And same with podcasting. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I think I'll be okay. It's just like adjusting to the semester has been really hard and I feel like I'm still like scrambling to find a routine when I know that like I'm fine. It's just, I don't know. My brain is jumbled right now. Anyways, one other thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast is that I watched Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, when, uh, like the day after it came out. Um, I went to go watch it with my friends. I honestly didn't even know I was going to go watch it. Like my friends wanted to go watch a movie and they were like, oh, it's like a new Marvel movie or whatever. I don't really like Marvel movies or I didn't before. So I was kind of just like, okay, whatever. Like I wasn't really going for the movie. I was just going to hang out with my friends. Um, but oh my gosh, it was such a good movie. If you have not watched it yet, you should definitely go and watch it. I think it is so important just in terms of like Asian representation, as a lot of people I'm sure have been saying. But also, I think it's just like a good plot. It's like a good movie. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was basically in tears for like the last half of the movie starting from I'm not going to spoil the movie, but from like the middle to the end of the movie, I was basically in tears the whole time, just crying. Um, Felt very emotional that day. And I also just felt like I had such like deep 
connections with that movie just because I am Chinese and I can relate. I could understand, you know, all the Mandarin and the Cantonese that was being spoken in the movie. So I feel like being Chinese and like having these values of family and seeing what was going on in the movie really like struck a chord with me. So I was just crying the whole time. So one thing that I learned in my urban studies class that I thought was really interesting and kind of pertains to this movie is basically there's this um, idea that is called the insider, insider as insider doctrine. And basically that idea is like you cannot know someone or a group of people's experience unless you are that group of people. So for example, I will never be able to understand the experiences of an indigenous person here in British Columbia just because I am not indigenous. You know, I can do as much research as I want, but there's just so much difference between doing your book research and really having those firsthand experiences in your life. So one example that we brought up was the Crazy Rich Asians movie. And basically that movie was based in Singapore and was also a really good movie for Asian representation because, you know, the whole cast was Asian and stuff like that. But a big part of the complaints of that movie that I didn't even know because I've never watched Crazy Rich Asians is that like Singapore has so many other races that weren't even included in that movie. So I'm pretty sure people were saying how like Filipino people, um, Malaysian people, Indonesian people, they all also live in Singapore and there's like a good representation of all of them in the country, but they weren't represented in the movie Crazy Rich Asians at all, which is crazy. And like, if they were represented, like for example, if there was someone who wasn't Chinese in the movie, they were more often just like in a role that was insignificant or just like a supporting role. So I thought that was really interesting because even though I am Asian and technically I am like that population of the people that were represented in Crazy Rich Asians, I still don't have a full understanding of what it's like to live in Singapore and what it's like to be an Asian person, I guess. And that kind of made me think of Shang-Chi because obviously for me, I feel like I was so represented by that movie and a lot of the struggles and stuff that I have in my life were represented by that movie because, you know, at the beginning of the movie when um, Sean has struggles with like accepting his Chinese identity, but also like balancing being an American, you know, those kinds of things I feel like every immigrant kid goes through. But, you know, I feel like I feel like one big complaint I have of the movie is that it was too movie-esque. So, and obviously I understand why they would do it that way. Like they would obviously make it more appealing in the movie sense just to make sure that, you know, they make a lot of money on the movie. But I feel like there are just so many aspects of it and like the way they represented Chinese culture that was very typical and very stereotypical of Chinese culture. So that's what I like the one minor thing that I really didn't like about the movie. I thought, you know, there were some parts that like were just so predictable. For example, the ending. Okay, this is real spoiler. So if you have not watched um, Shang-Chi before, please skip ahead. For the ending of the movie when they're all fighting the the giant soul eater or whatever, um, like I thought it was so disappointingly stereotypical that the creature that Shang-Chi is controlling is a dragon. I was like, okay, well, yeah, it makes sense that it's a dragon. You know, dragons have very significant value in Chinese culture, but I feel like it's just, it's just like kind of overdone. It also reminded me of um, Kung Fu Panda, the third movie when Poe is also controlling a dragon and 
I was just like, what is like, is it that every Chinese movie, every Chinese action movie has to be represented with a dragon? Like, what is this? You know, it's just like kind of, I feel like there's so many other symbols of Chinese culture that people don't know about that Marvel could have really used to educate people about, but they just chose not to and just chose to use a dragon. So I was like, "Ah, it's kind of okay. I didn't have like too much gripe with it. Like I thought it was, I just thought it was predictable, but I mean, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's a Marvel movie. Like obviously the good guys are going to win. Um, and then the other thing that I really didn't like about the movie is that like Katie, like the American character had to be the one that kind of saves the day because up until the point when they're fighting the giant soul eater, like, you know, the big dragon that Shang-Chi is controlling is starting to get his soul sucked by the soul sucker. Like, the American is the one that saves the day and shoots that arrow right into the soul eater's like neck. And I was kind of just like, obviously I might be reading into it a bit too much, but I feel like in a movie where you're trying to highlight Chinese culture and Chinese diversity, like why do you have an American? Obviously Aquafina is Asian, but why do you have an American character like saving the day? Like this is just another any other movie right like you just have America pictured as saving the day again which I really didn't like that was like one part of the movie I really really didn't like because you know you could have had anyone else do it and I guess like that's kind of the significance of Aquafina's character so I mean I understand and also like for the American appeal and the movie theater appeal but I was just kind of really upset by that kind of event because I was just like like again you have America saving the day like it's just overdone I think to be honest but yeah that's my little movie chat otherwise I haven't watched too many movies and stuff like that I'm very excited because Grey's Anatomy is starting soon it's starting on like September 30th and this is I think the last season or the second last season I don't know it's been going on for so long but I've watched every single season and I feel so devoted that I like I feel like I have to finish the show so that's why I keep watching it um even though the last few seasons have obviously taken a down fall you know been not as good as before it's fine I just want to finish the show and see what happens to the ending but yeah that's kind of my I guess media side of my life that I've been doing I haven't really had time to like watch YouTube or anything like that I feel like I haven't had time for anything Um, as soon as I get home I'm just pretty exhausted and I just kind of go home but yeah Uh, I have been watching actually haven't been watching a lot of TikTok to be honest, I, it's either I watch TikTok before bed and that's the only time I'll watch it during the day, or I like don't watch TikTok at all and just go straight to sleep, which is better than before, better than before. I used to like watch TikTok for like an hour before I go to bed, which is really bad. But a big reason for that is because my sleep schedule hasn't been that good. Obviously, I tried to get into a new routine. I actually have like a morning routine video. It's probably out now by the time you see this. Um, and I wake up at six o'clock every morning and then I get ready and stuff like that and go to the gym. But the thing is that like I'm waking up earlier than I did in the summer, but I'm not sleeping earlier, which is not good because now my body just feels like it's in sleep deprivation mode. So usually by the end of the week, I'm pretty tired and I just have to reset so I'll like sleep early and also let myself sleep in so that's why I kind of haven't been having the greatest time you know I've been really tired by the end of the week which is not great so 
Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do. Like, I honestly can't really sleep earlier because I have like stuff to do. You know, I have chapter meetings and I have work at night and stuff like that. So I don't really, I can't sleep earlier, but I do really like my morning routine right now. And waking up early really gives me a nice start to the day. So I think I'm just going to suck it up. (laughs) I'm trying not to drink more coffee though, because obviously I don't want to get addicted, but I have been drinking, you know, London Fogs and like matcha, so tea, but not more coffee because I already drink coffee in the morning. Okay, so that's like a lot of parts of my life that have been going on, but I will tell you about school now and how my courses have been. So I'm taking four courses in this semester. In case you did not know, I'm taking Commerce 473, which is Business Finance, Psych 315, which is Childhood and Adolescence Development, Urban Studies 200, which is the study of cities, and Phil 331, which is Business Ethics. My finance course is killing me. That's like going to be the course that I need to spend the most time on this semester just because I'm not good at finance. I'm not good at like you know, interest, uh, annuities, stuff like that. I've never really been good at that. I, I, I shouldn't say that though. I should say positive things though, so that I manifest good things. But I've just had more trouble understanding these kinds of concepts. Uh, like as of right now, I'm having trouble with kind of identifying if I need to be doing like future value or present value. Obviously, when I say that out loud, it sounds very dumb because I'm like, well, obviously, shouldn't it be really obvious if it's future or present? But sometimes in these questions, it's like hard to tell what they're asking for. So that's kind of what's been screwing me over. So I know I'm going to have to spend a lot more time on finance this semester. I am lucky that I only signed up for one commerce course this semester. Otherwise, I feel like I wouldn't have enough time to do finance and I would be pretty stressed. But I've been trying more practice problems and trying to understand and stuff like that. So I feel like I will, I definitely will be okay. I just need to put a little more time into it. The course is good though. It's only every other week. So it's nice to have a little time off and do some stuff at home. So yeah, my psych class, I feel like that's going to be my favorite this semester. Psych 315 is childhood and adolescence development. And I've always just been interested in that kind of stuff. Like developmental psychology is kind of my jam. And I, so far, I really, really like it. The thing with psych courses, though, is that like the first couple of weeks is always, you know, theories and research methods and stuff like that. So it's like all the boring stuff. But even now, I still like it. So I feel like when we actually get into the meat of the course, like I'm going to really enjoy it because, you know, that's when all the interesting stuff happens. That one is distance ed, though. So I've been doing the course on my own and I feel like it's totally fine. You like watch one lecture a week and read some textbook notes and then discussion posts, blah, 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 those kinds of things. It's totally manageable. For my urban studies class, that is my one in-person class, but actually I found out that it's in-person slash asynchronous if you want it to be. Basically, the prof makes these like lecture videos and in class, he'll just play them on the projector. So I could just stay home and also watch it since it's on canvas. But I do like going to class and having that feeling of like sitting in a lecture hall and stuff like that. So Sometimes I'll go if I want to, but if it's like raining or I'm just tired and I have stuff to do, I just won't go to class, which is fine. The discussion sections are pretty fun. And we really talk about, you know, how do we study cities right now? Same thing with like the site courses, like the beginning of the course is kind of just like research methods and defining, you know, how to study cities and stuff like that. But I think it's really interesting because I've never taken an urban studies class before. And this is kind of like outside of my realm of study. So I've never really taken anything like this. And I think it's like a good 
different perspective that I can learn about, which I think is pretty cool. My fourth class is Phil 331, which is business ethics. I actually really enjoy that class too. It's also distance ed. So I've just been reading textbooks and watching, you know, lectures and stuff like that on my own time. And we have discussion posts and stuff. To be honest, I really like the mix of asynchronous and in-person classes. I feel like it gives me that flexibility that I need in my schedule. But sometimes I do kind of miss like being in class. But also then I tell myself like COVID is still a thing and I get really freaked out. Like even in my urban studies class, I get freaked out about sitting in a lecture hall kind of. It kind of stresses me out. So I feel like if I had too many in-person classes, I would be really, really anxious and stressed out most of the semester. So I am glad that I decided to do more distance at this semester just because right now COVID is still not going away <laughs> totally and um, there's been some exposures in classrooms and stuff like that on campus so I'm trying to stay home if I can or just like not be in tightly packed spaces you know what I realized is that like the reason why I didn't like fully online school last year is because I couldn't leave the house but now that I can go to different places to study like the library and different cafes and stuff like that I really really do like online school like the only reason I didn't like online school last year was because I couldn't leave the house and I think a lot of people probably felt the same way but honestly the like in-person versus online instruction for me is like not a big factor at all like I really don't even mind I feel like if I took fully online this year but I had the option you know to go to the library to study you know to go around cafes around my city and stuff like that then I would be fine so that's kind of just my opinion I know a lot of people felt very strongly about going back to in-person and that like they want that high quality instruction but I've always been like a self-paced learner and I'm like totally fine with that. So I've been enjoying school. You know, it's just been like a good time. Um, I'm really trying to soak up the last year of campus and just last year of school in general because I'm obviously graduating in April, which is very scary. And I don't really know what I'm doing right after graduation. I mean, I have a gist, but I don't really have like a five-year plan. You know, I think when I was in my first year or second year, I had a really like thought out five-year plan for after I graduated but now that COVID has happened and like so many things are up in the air like I'm just like I'll figure it out as time goes on <laughs> but yeah that's school I've been really enjoying school and it's been really a good time I have been seeing friends but not a lot I actually I want to talk about this in my next episode about like friendships and social relationships now that COVID has happened and stuff like that I feel like that's a very interesting topic and I had a really interesting conversation with my friend like last week about it so I'm going to talk about that next episode but I feel like just in general people are so much more likely to be social this year and more likely you know to reach out to people or like say hi to people who are sitting next to them in the lecture hall which is really good I feel like everyone has like a mutual understanding of oh let's just be friends you know it's been a year and a half of this online school thing like I really want to meet people which is great um now that I'm old though I feel like I'm not as included in that you know I'm kind of just like uh let me graduate and let me let me just do my schoolwork. I feel like I'm kind of in my own zone and a lot of my friends are as well. Dude, I cannot even explain the struggles of trying to make plans with people who are in fourth year. Uh, 
my friends and I are trying to make plans and we literally have like no overlapping gaps in terms of schedules uh, because some of us like just everyone's involved in their own thing, right? Like I have to work a lot and then also like um, sorority stuff and just class and then studying and all this stuff. It's just like everyone's involved in kind of their own thing and it takes up a lot of time. So it's really hard to meet up with people nowadays, I feel like, which kind of sucks, but that's okay. Anyways, I am glad I filmed a podcast today because I've been kind of dreading it for a little bit. I was like, ugh, like haven't done it in so long and I feel like it won't be that good because I'm not as motivated to talk. But I have to remember that I started my podcast as like a solely a passion project thing. I really never intended for it to make me money or anything like that. And it's just for fun. So I need to stop putting so much pressure on myself to make it a certain length or make it like obviously I want it to be like a certain quality but I feel like I should not let my overthinkingness get in the way of that because what's more important is that like we literally just talk and just discuss things but uh yeah that being said I hope you've been having a good September so far I think that's gonna be it for me today and uh I will see you in the next episode bye